0: Welcome to the I'm Healing Podcast. I'm your host and healer, Iris L. Mendez of ILM Healing Solutions. Here, we review healing stories, self-inquiry, and solutions for the soul. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. and Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the I'm Healing Podcast and at ILM underscore healing let's heal welcome welcome to the i'm healing podcast i'm your host and healer iris almendez And I am super, super excited and a little bit nervous about today's episode because I've been wanting this guest on the podcast for a long time. And we have, I want to say the myth, the legend, the the mystic legend here, Danielle Mercurio here. I'm super excited to have her. For those of you who don't know her, please, please, please check her out on Instagram at Danielle Mercurio the Danielle Macario podcast and really she is your go-to for anything and everything moon, astrology, cosmic, mystic, portal. I've personally been uh, able to sit in some of her portal meditations virtually. I purchased her astral planner this year and so today we're going to kind of dive into astrology a little bit, numerology and how that supports our healing. So thank you so much, Danielle, for being here.
1: My goodness, thank you. Thank you for the beautiful welcome. You know how to like warm my triple Leo being.
0: Fire sign here. I'm Sagittarius, so I, I get it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you get it, fire on fire.
0: Yes, yes. And I'll share here, she, she doesn't know this story. So I met Danielle in person at a hike and heal event, maybe like two plus years ago. And you know, this is the power of proximity because this was before I had a podcast, um, before I even thought about it. And I heard her, she was walking behind me, talking to someone and she was saying, this was one of the first times that she kind of was at an event, just being herself and not being a facilitator of some sort and how, you know, her podcast was going. And that really was the little bug that got put into my ear, that moment of like, hmm, should I start a podcast? And then I started listening to yours and from there, here we are. And so I do want to thank you for that inspiration. You know, you don't don't even know that that you did that for me. Um, So definitely, you know, I'm in gratitude here for you to uh, be able to share your energy and gifts with us today. So thank you for that. You're so welcome. What a
1: beautiful full circle, like full circle moment to have that experience. I'm just clueless doing my own thing on the hike. And here we are. Now I get to be a guest on your podcast. It's so good. And congratulations, I'm proud of you for doing everything you've done thus far.
0: Thank you, I appreciate you so much. And so today I really wanted to have you on because I literally share your podcast episode, podcast period, but your podcast episode, it was an episode sometime in November of 2019 where it's um called what seeing 11 and 11 and other spiritual numbers mean so definitely take a listen to that episode um it's i believe it was aired november 8th of 2019 so those of you yeah. who are listening Around 11 11 yes exactly and so i took extensive notes and i tell all of my clients because everyone talks about oh i see 11 11 i see one 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 i see three three three, and i'm like listen to this episode see how it resonates for you take notes and then come back to me and t- we'll talk about it and so you know a lot of times um, when we start to dive into healing and we start to think about how nature charts or astrology or even numerology can help support us this is where it becomes quote-unquote you know taboo or woo-woo and people start to kind of second guess or question it so that's really why i wanted to have you as like the go-to expert you know in, in my life is what I see you as in in sharing with people how um, astrology and numerology has can help support healing and how it has helped support you in your journey okay amazing
1: so we just going for it
0: yes yes dive okay. right in <laughs> all
1: right let's do the thing so what it really comes down to more than anything else when we think about this idea of spirituality and and we you know well if we want to look at it more from the space we you know astrology tarot numerology right we have all these tools in our spiritual community and we're like oh my goodness i want to learn all the tools very important right and we're gonna we're gonna unpack more about astrology more about numerology but before we can even get into the things that can help us we need to get to the root of what spirituality is and start with that awareness and so for me i look at spirituality as being in spirit with your soul having communion with yourself. Of course, spirituality is also about that connection to the divine, the universe, whatever you call God, source, whatever that may be. However, before you can even sometimes establish that connection, what does being in spirit with yourself mean? What does it mean to connect with your soul? Because I fully believe that it was our soul that made the choice for us to take human form and be on this earth. And if that's the case, your soul had a little bit of maybe an agenda, a little bit of a plan, a little bit of, some ideas in place that would help you in this journey heal, that would help you grow, that would help you learn things, that you would meet people, reconnect with people, right? So there's this whole soul journey that happens. And within that understanding of your soul journey, you start to really, first of all, explore that connection with divine, with source, with that feeling of there's something more out there. And that something more out there feels like it could be really supportive. It feels like it could be love. And it feels like it's something that could help me on my journey. And so when we start to open up in that way, being more in spirit with ourselves, more in spirit with this, uh, the divine, as I see it, then we start to get these really cool roadmaps and we start to get Uh, these signs, and we start to almost step into a new language, so to speak, because, you know, sometimes the things we talk about, people say, oh, it's taboo, it's woo-woo, it's just a different language, right? If you walked into a restaurant in in France, and it only, you know, was a French-only speaking restaurant, and you didn't know how to speak French, like, you would stand there and be confused. You would think, you would feel a little off, you would feel a little weird, because you're in an environment that's foreign to you and you don't understand what people are saying and that's what happens a lot of times in the spiritual community people might make judgments or feel like a little weird about it because they don't understand the language. Right? So that's one thing that we want to kind of think about. Um, we, you know, A lot of people ask, like, is it bad to like, move into these tools? It's not, they're not bad. There's nothing um, wrong about it per se. It's just you're moving into a different language. We want to kind of look at it that way. You're, you're, you're moving into a different study, so to speak. And so when we start to step into it, we start to get curious. We start to you know, look up books. We start to look up you know, different people. I know for me, astrology has always kind of been on the back burner of something that I just secretly loved. Like no one knew I loved it because again, it was like, I grew up very Catholic and while I still identify in some ways to Catholicism, you know, I definitely didn't, I knew growing up that some of the things I was into like astrology was not a connection. And so I kept it very hidden, very private, but now we're in a world where you know it's becoming more of a thing because of technology that is accepted and that we have access to resources so that being said the tools start to find you they start to come your way and you start to notice that you naturally speak this language you know a lot of times with what I'm sharing today I'm sure many things you've shared on your podcast before once you hear it it's almost like yep got it like that's what i love about spirituality like when we talk about numbers once i tell you what the numbers mean people yeah got it once i say like what your son in gemini means like oh got it that makes sense right there's this feeling where it resonates and what's cool is it resonates fast so when it comes to anything you're embracing in in particular astrology numerology be in a space of awareness be in a space of curiosity don't try to be in a space of mastery because that will shut the whole thing down um Even though like I loved your intro and I I know a lot and I've been doing this a long time, I'm still learning, you know, there's still things for me to master within all of this, you know, and I I feel like um, that's that's an important piece of it as well. This isn't about how can I learn all of it? How can I, you know, uh, become the expert per se, but it's more about how can I just embody this and let this evolve with me? So that's kind of like the warm up into the tools, so to speak.
0: I, I love that and um and the, and the the concept of you know not mastering uh, not being in that space of mastery. You know, I, I I know that you recently just interviewed my mentor, the Biz Bruha, on your podcast. We've had her on our pod, on this podcast too, and she actually just posted something that the other day that kind of resembles what you just said where it's like we have to allow space to integrate all of this into our lives. Like oftentimes we want to, you know, you see those people who take a workshop, who take a course. Even for me, I did Reiki and I wanted to dive right into giving Reiki. I I did all the things. (laughs) Right. And it's like, I'm still integrating. And so learning about numerology, even mastering my natal chart, what that really means, what all the nodes are, which, by the way, your astral planner is amazing for because it breaks down a lot of these things. But I even find myself having to go back and rereading it in order to actually retain it. And so, you know, for me, I I think that it's it has been one of those things where it's kind of just little by little been integrated into my life here and there. Um, But I'm embracing the journey of it all and understanding what that means for me and how I'm supposed to use it on my journey. I want to ask you here because i know you just recently moved uh to north carolina or south South carolina south carolina Mm -hmm. and you know i want to know because i know that you were traveling a lot before that how has numerology or astrology or even just your own astral mapping or whatever how did that help guide you in your journey and being able to make decisions to say you know what i'm picking there on the map if if at all, how does that help? How how did that support you? Yes, it's it
1: it's the main way for me to be supported uh is is using these tools. So uh, essentially what I did for anyone that's new to me, back in January of twenty twenty one, I made the choice to leave Philly, which I did not think I was gonna do, but um just you know, life, the pandemic, certain things, um, Philly was no longer energetically a match. It still is my heart, love it. I go back and visit but it's just it wasn't right anymore and that was more um that came to me actually on 11 11 that 11 11 prior um i was doing my my own work and i heard it's time it's time to go and that was more just me being in a space of channeling me embracing the energy of 11 11 and what was next for me and i heard what's next you need to uh, leave the identity you have to home and go back to your own So that was the intention of the journey. So I was on the road for nine months. Nine is very symbolic from the space of, how long does it take to have a baby? Nine months, right? And nine is why I was hoping for it to be nine. This is my second time I've done this in my life. The first time was nine months. And, And I really was hoping that it would be nine months this time because nine, well, again, it's like this idea of birthing something. It means like, you're home and you're just getting started. The number nine is kind of like this energy of like, you've made a decision, now let's like be in the next chapter, so to speak. Let's, let's get ready for it. Um, and so it's kind of a yummy energy. You know, it definitely means like, again, if you have a baby, you're not like, okay, we're done here. We're saying, okay, the baby has arrived. The thing that I have been nurturing and building is now here. And now I'm going to take the baby home, you know? and, and be in another journey. So that was symbolic for me. Um, And then I used astro mapping for sure, because part of also why I was doing it, I wanted to stay in places that of course interested me, but we were also, you know, travel, like I was a little nervous traveling during a pandemic. So I wanted to find places that felt a little bit more residential so I could get a feel for the environment, for the community um how they were navigating things Uh, so that was really also an intention and so i used my astro map it's also known as astro cartography where what we're doing is best way to describe it is um if we were sitting on the place that you were born. okay? like, like I was born in Seattle, Washington. So if everyone was just like sitting in Seattle, Washington, the moment I took my first breath, we'd look up at the sky, look up at the planets. And we want to imagine that we're actually like putting all the planets on a string and we're bringing the planets down to our earth. And as we bring them down, they become very, very small. And then they plop onto the earth. And so our astrocartography, what we're doing is, is we're seeing the exact point where the planet was aligned on on the globe when you were born and then from those dots, they're called uh, zenith bubbles, lines emerge and we follow where the lines go to see what places have planetary influences. So I used my map um, as part of my travels. I went through my Venus line, I went through my Mercury line, my moon, my sun. Um, I, hit, I hit a lot of different lines to help understand the synergy of the places I was staying and also I would plan it with like things that I wanted to do. Okay, this month is going to be more focused on work. So I need to find places that are going to support that. Um, this month is going to be more about pleasure. What does that look like for me? So using the map was really helpful. Of course, astrology from the space of being mindful when we were having eclipses, when we were having Mercury retrograde, right? And, and again, whenever we're using these, I wasn't a hundred percent like clinging to it either, right? It's like, I wasn't like, oh my God, like it's Mercury retrograde. I can't transit this day and it's like okay you could still do it it's about being aware not to overload yourself or maybe you don't do the eight-hour drive maybe this is a four-hour drive day um and you know knowing that when eclipses happen a lot of times we become tired, our energy isn't as uh, abundant. So, you know, factoring that in. So, you know, those were some of the ways that I was able to do it. And then numerology was just so much fun when you're on the road. I mean, isn't it so much fun when you're driving and you see the license plates and you see the billboards and you see your mileage and you look at the clock, like there's so many moments to play with numbers. Uh, So that just became fun too. And, and, you know, um, I noticed throughout the journey, different numbers would stand out to me at different times. Like, I did have a point where I was in Austin, Texas, where I broke my foot. And during that period, I kept seeing four, 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 four. Your angels are with you. Your angels are with you. I was literally alone on bed rest um, during that time. So, you know, angels coming through. And then when it was time for me to get back on the road, I was seeing sevens, you know, constantly or on the right track. So, you know, they'll they'll play with you and they will sometimes, what I like to say with numbers, when you see reoccurring numbers, um, it's a very prioritize message for you when they fade out don't be disappointed it means like it's good you're complete like when I wasn't seeing the fours as much I was it what didn't mean my angels weren't with me anymore but that wasn't what was at the top of my list of what I needed per se I needed to know that okay I'm back on the road it's been six weeks you know am I like doing the right thing here am I picking the right places and getting sevens constantly was like yes keep going you know so that, those are some ways that I used
0: wow that's beautiful it's 222 right now on the east coast as we're as we're speaking I, I, I knew you were gonna see
1: 222 before we logged on it was 155 or when i logged on it was 155 and i was like she's gonna see 222 on our
0: podcast Listen, I, and i think one time i was listening to one of your um meditations on maybe it was like oh you're live or something and my microwave was like twelve twelve or something and it was like a twelve twelve meditation or something i was like look at that yeah. so I, I love that and and you know i'm definitely one of those one of those people who I walk down the street and literally every number and I'll start to count like okay I see I saw every single number at this point even zero zero and your your podcast that episode please everybody listen to that episode because it breaks down each of them um so intricately for me and even I think six six has become my favorite because of Or the way you explain it of like that the pregnant woman kind of the look of a pregnant woman and then that reverse right the nine months that it takes so all of it again coming back into full circle I love how all of this has influenced you and as I hear you talk about this um I'm wondering that specific form of looking at your time and where you were born would you say that that's a little bit different from like your normal natal chart um where you're where you're I forget what the, what you called it with that. Astrocartography. Yes, astro-mapping. I call it astro-mapping because it's easier. Is that different from a natal chart? And like, how would you break it down to someone who Mm -hmm. maybe it's their first time even listening to this? Maybe they're interested in learning more about astrology. How would you break that down? Yeah. So yeah, let's backtrack and just look at astrology from a very new uh,
1: perspective. So astrology, essentially what we're doing is... Astrology was created as a way to, it's a a form of psychology, you know, and it's for a way for us to better understand ourselves and also better understand other people. There are 12 signs in the zodiac wheel. Each sign has an archetype. And that archetype, again, is supposed to represent some way that the human shows up, right? And we can, you know, we can differentiate all the 12 signs. There's a reason we can do that. We all know people that kind of are like all 12 signs. So uh, the purpose is these zodiac signs help us get intel onto our human journey. And then also if you're curious about somebody else's, that's why we like looking at other people's charts, right? You know, go on a date. What's your sign? Want to get in on that right uh, there's something to it it is a little bit of a, a psychology so we want to imagine that these 12 signs uh they, they, they're in a circle 360 degrees and we want to imagine that they live underneath our solar system so essentially we have our solar system and hovering um above that zodiac wheel are all the planets and what happens is is every day the sun the moon and these planets move around the zodiac wheel kind of like a game board and to get your birth chart, what we're doing is is we're going back in time. We're going back to the moment that you took your first breath and we're taking a screenshot of where the planets were on the zodiac wheel. And so then that becomes your natal chart. So it'll literally say, you know when uh if, if someone was born today today's what uh, may 24th 2022 it would say the sun is in uh gemini the moon is in pisces uh, mars is in aries right and so that person would then take their birth chart and look to see where the planets were on what part of the zodiac wheel And then we just start to dance and we start to see what these things mean together. What does this planet mean in this sign? Then we take it deeper and we look at aspects and see the different angles and relationships that they're making. I mean, you can just go on and on and on and play with that, but that's what it is as it, as it, at its essence. And then to get your astro map, we're just essentially pulling that natal chart over the globe and we're kind of seeing how the natal chart, um, influences the planets where they landed when you were born. Uh, And that's, it sounds more complicated sometimes to describe than it is because it is more visual when you're looking at it. And then you can kind of start to see how the planets connect to what areas. So for example, I'm in South Carolina. I'm on my Venus line. Um, Now I am very Leo, but what I like about being on my Venus line here is my Venus is in Virgo. So it allows me, and, and I live like in the mountains. I have this beautiful mountain view. And I feel like this living here since the fall has given me an opportunity to focus on some of the Venus aspects that I've wanted to work on and do it in a way that felt really grounded, um, which has been hard for me. So I realized that being in the mountains has been really healing and supportive to my healing journey with my heart and relationships and things that I wanted to work on. So that's kind of how I came to that. I was actually here for Venus Retrograde as well. And so whenever a plant's in retrograde, it gives us even more of an ability to Go into, you know uh, reflection around certain
0: things i love that thank you so much for sharing and i think you know a lot of people they, they don't really recognize that how how astrology can be so helpful even not just for ourselves but like you said with dating um here's a trick that i like to use i use the pattern app so if I have if I have the person's like date of birth and where they were born, sometimes I don't have their time zone. I'll put I'll put that in there and it'll kinda tell me I wanna preface I use this as a guide, you know, and yes. like like everything use it as a guide. Nothing use is kind of set exactly, nothing's set in stone, but that kind of tells me whether or not it'll be like a complex relationship and things like that. And I've even gone back and done it with like exes that I know haven't worked out and I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So really really using all of these things as tools um, and guides, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I I think what's more important here is being able to know, um, like how each planet and the characteristics, right? We don't, I know for me personally, I haven't mastered all of them, but knowing how each of them, I think my Venus is in Sagittarius, like knowing how each of them play roles in our lives. And so for someone who um, maybe maybe they're like hesitant to using these tools or maybe they're new. What would you say are like go-to apps or go-to resources that you use for like the beginner? You know, I hear a lot of people use CoStar and things like that. So what are your go-to? I'm
1: not a fan of CoStar, I'm gonna put it out there. Uh, they make some
0: good memes, I'll give them that, but I don't like their practices behind the scenes. I think there's a some, some stuff to know you're not life. the first person that said that so i'm glad i'm glad to hear you
1: say that yeah it's interesting because i know it's called co but whenever i hear it i hear like mm-hmm. dark star so I'm just gonna be honest that's how i feel uh i love the pattern i think that's a great app because what people don't realize i love i love the pattern for personal reasons but for professional reasons it's fun to try to figure out what the pattern Was gathering right because they're using astrology but they're not making it obvious they're not saying because the sun is doing this because the moon is doing this this is how this factors in but essentially the the biggest piece of its framework is astrology so i always like um connecting the dots and seeing where they got it from that's a great app uh i still like it's old school susan miller astrology zone she's great um she'll give you monthly horoscopes and what i like about her monthly horoscopes they're not terribly long she does a good job uh, I think of explaining why, right? So she's saying like, this is gonna be coming up for you this month. She usually will say it's because this planet is doing this in this way. So I remember when I was um, really starting to gravitate towards doing this professionally, she was a great compass for me in understanding how to do it. So astrology zone um i really like uh, mystic monday for tarot uh you can it's a free app where you can pull a tarot card every day and you know take it from the space of what's my message but if you're interested in learning tarot that's the best way to do it um so just wanted to give that throw out there and then with numbers i guess just listen to my podcast about the about the numbers uh and and really though <laughs> and, and maybe even um another great way if you have the resources invest in a reading you know, um, if you're curious about astrology, maybe have an astrology reading done. Um, I do them. I actually have it set up on my site. I have a team of astrologers and human design as uh, so we have different price ranges for everyone. And I think that can be another great way to learn, to receive, notice how it connects. You can usually, you know, ask questions. Uh, and so that can help move you along as well. But it's, it's um, again, don't look to master all of this overnight.
0: Yeah, uh, thank you for sharing those I'm definitely taking notes here of some of these um you know I've, I've worked with another needle chart reader uh actually she's my sister <laughs> she's younger a lot younger than me and she started to get into this she's like don't use CoStar." I'm like okay um and so thank you for those resources but for anyone listening definitely take a look at her her website because she does a lot of this Um, these offerings and services not just for you but also for business I've seen it I've seen on your site you offer for those of you who want to plan out the stars and you know what's going on in in astrological weather for your business um if you're having a baby right I see you do it for newborns also so all of these things are definitely something for everyone to look into Um, I do want to touch a little bit on retrograde right now we're in mercury retrograde and um just in layman terms, what would you say retrograde means? And then for those of for those of who are listening, I want what I'd like is for people to kind of release the like, oh, my God, things are in retrograde, because I feel it's so it's such a, you know, anxiety provoking thing and people want to blame everything on it. So what would you say uh, Well, how would you explain retrograde yeah. to support yeah. people?
1: Yes, I agree immediately though, stay calm. I don't know why Mercury or any retrograde has turned into this frenzy of like fear and chaos. Let's put that to the side. So retrograde, um, any planet can retrograde or every planet will retrograde. The only um, ones that don't are the sun and the moon, but they're technically luminaries, not planets. So the sun and the moon will never go retrograde. All the planets go retrograde. It's very healthy for all the plants to go retrograde. Because when we're on that zodiac wheel, if all the planets were going direct all the time, it starts to get jammed up. You know, it starts to kind of get a little boring here. We'd start to get a little bit dizzy. So what happens is, is throughout the year, all planets will retrograde at different times. So there, And then there are times where they're all going direct. Then all of a sudden, one will be like, you know what? boop. Going to go back here another one's like oh i'm going to come back too and then a couple months go by and another one does and then that one that did before they're going to go direct again right so we want to look at it as the planets on the zodiac wheel making a choice to uh, go in a reverse motion so whenever there's a retrograde and when any planet is retrograding we're looking for or we're noticing the reverse qualities of that planet Mercury is the most popular one because Mercury uh, retrogrades the most. It retrogrades it three to four times a year for 21 days at a time. And it governs technology communication. And we are in an age right now where we are more dependent on technology than ever before. So what's happening is, is, you know, uh, all the frequencies are being heightened. And, it, and I think that's why we're making of a, a big deal about it and getting more anxious about it because we're more reliant on what mercury has to offer and when a planet goes retrograde it's almost going on vacation and it's saying hey you know what i've been supporting you with this technology thing or venus is like i've been supporting you with this love thing i need a break so i'm going to go retrograde i'm going to go another direction let's see how you could go in another direction in this area of your life as well so like say let's say mercury retrograde are you on your computer too much are you on your phone too much are you over committing yourself um if you are then that's when the computer shuts down because it's like enough time to take a new direction, right? We, we want to look at uh, our E words like redirection, repurpose, relax, reassess. I always lighten my calendar during a Mercury retrograde. I don't take as many calls because there tends to be more that's going on And I just don't want to deal. I don't want to, I don't want to be overloaded because of the, what happens. So I always like to make space. Um, It's usually a time where you want to spend a little more time reviewing before you sign things. I know people say don't sign, but like, come on, sometimes you have to do stuff, but it's just asking you to review more. So retrograde all about for any planet. It's a redirection of that planet and a time for you to reassess the energy that's being provoked in your own life. So. We can run through them real quick, like Mercury is technology, communication. Venus is love, passion, creativity. Mars, action, motivation. Jupiter, expansion, prosperity. Saturn, rules, discipline, leadership, karma. Uh, Neptune, spirituality, dreaminess. Uh, Uranus, anxiety, change. Pluto, transformation transformation and leaving your comfort zone so whenever those those are what the planets embody and when they're going in retrograde is asking us to look at things a little different
0: wow thank you for breaking that down i'll have to play back and take some notes on my own podcast you always have so much knowledge to share so thank you for that i'll share a recent story of a friend who you know she was saying like oh mercury in the retrograde and you know just kind of dooming the next few days for her and i'm like well if if you're if you're subconsciously leading with that mindset then you're gonna create that you're gonna confirm your own bias too so i would definitely like to tell people encourage people to embrace these retrogrades embrace the eclipse embrace friday the 13th embrace the full moon because there's always like so much negativity associated with it. Right. And then her computer crashed, right? During the retrograde. So so hearing you say that, it's like, yeah, you know, maybe you need to take a few steps backwards and ask yourself, are you on your computer too much? Right. So I love that breakdown. Um, as we talk about all of these things that kinda of coming into alignment for us and kind of just going back a little bit to the numerology piece. What would you What would you recommend or what would you say to someone to kind of pause and think about if they if they see the 222 or if they see the these these numbers what's what's a good way to kind of like go back into self and see like what is this message like are these angels talking to me like what's going on here
1: yes so the first thing you want to do is just receive it right if you notice it sometimes it's easy to be like oh yeah 222 cool and then like we keep going we're like what does it mean right Before you even get to that space, really be in a space of like, I just noticed 222, I'm gonna receive that. Okay, cool, I received it. Now, is there something that's been on my mind or something that I've been wanting more confirmation about? And ask yourself that, and then connect that to the meaning of what that could mean. Like 222 is about, you know, you're divinely supported. Um, And so, Maybe you and I both just needed that little reminder today that we are, you know, and that's why we acknowledged it. Whoever's listening needs that, that little nudge. Um, You know, you can also assign different numbers to mean different things. Now, again, we want to do this in a way that feels healthy. Uh, Like when I was trying to make a decision, I don't remember what numbers I used. I was trying to decide between two things. And I said, if I see, um, I think it was like three, three, eight then it means this. If I see eight, eight, nine, then it means this, right? So there are ones that you wouldn't see as obviously, maybe. And so I was like, whichever one I see first is the decision that I want to go with. And the the one that I saw first was deep down the decision I didn't want to go So it was like extra confirmation. Um, You know, you can, if you're in a space where you are needing maybe more funds, resources, money, you know, you can, you can ask for 888 to show up just to, you know, give you that encouragement and that knowing that it's coming. Now, let's say you don't see numbers, like you've been trying and you're not seeing them. Just relax a little bit. Just soften your energy. Um, Maybe put in a request in the morning to your angels or guides to say like, I'd really love to see some, some juicy spiritual numbers today, and then just let go, right? Like I'm going to, I'm available to have numbers be my guide today. And then just move on to the next thing. And don't keep kind of like, don't be like awkwardly, like looking at your phone or like things like that for numbers. They'll just kind of appear. And the more that you practice it, the more they just kind of are like a natural flow state, uh, in in your life and you naturally start to be able to connect why you're even seeing them which is kind of cool it's like you're 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 not breaking it down as much and you're more just like yep get it it clicks keep going I
0: I love that I think for me I didn't even realize that we could kind of assign meaning to it and I think for me I kind of have been doing that subconsciously where sometimes I'll walk and I'll you know see you know four, 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 five, 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 six, six. Seven. I'm like, why well, am I supposed to see every number? And then the next thing you know, before I walk home, I've, I've done seen every number. And even next, one time I was on the phone with a friend and I was talking about decisions that I was making. And it was like a pivotal decision in my life. And then I walked by parking lot and like every car had like synchronicities of numbers. And I was like, I just feel like my ancestors or angels are like, yes, yeah, sis, yes, finally, finally. So really like going back and sinking within uh, I think this is one of the first things that a friend told me a long time ago is like when you see these numbers kind of like sink in and, and think about the last thing you were thinking about in that moment, you know, think about, you know, if there's a decision that you want to make and see kind of like the inner knowing, that inner feeling of of that guidance and knowing that even though these numbers are out here, they're guiding us, we have the answers already within us too. So making sure that we honor ourselves in that way. Um, yes. So thank you so much for sharing all this. I want to look at my notes here, make sure I'm asking you all the questions that I wanted to ask you. Um, I always ask my, my uh, guests, uh, what does healing mean to you? So uh, very generally, it could be one word or it could just be a handful of words. What does it mean for you?
1: For me, I'm not good at one word.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I always mean more than one word. I say healing for me is the journey of being alive with my soul more that I take time to be with my soul and its aliveness the more I trust the journey that it's showing me the more I relate to the deep guidance from within the more I witness healing and the more I witness on my journey areas and people and and situations where I can heal and I find that to be a really beautiful thing so the more that I like live a soul-driven life the more I'm in a space of not only just actualizing what it is that I'm here for, but healing what it is that I'm here for. And for for that, it feels really beautiful. So to sum it up in a word, I'd say healing is evolving.
0: I absolutely love that healing is evolving and kind of like coming back to that soul, coming back to that purpose of why we're here, which ties all, all the way back into that screenshot of when we were born, right? So thank you so much for being here. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to share with listeners or viewers? Um, you know, any offerings that you have upcoming? I know we've uh, we've w- what's coming up. I'm like I gotta look at my sheet here to see is it a new moon or a full moon that's coming up? Yes. Or any offerings that you have?
1: There is a new moon that's that's coming up, but uh, well, there's always a new moon that's coming up. If we're <laughs> listening, uh, well, this is what I will say because I was like, okay, when's this airing? So. I have a, a membership called the Cosmic Channel and that's a great way for us to connect monthly. I have I host a lot of different events and workshops and, and share messages there that are a little deeper than what I share on on Instagram and things like that where the podcast even. And then um, I am having a summer solstice virtual event that you can join that could be really fun. It's a great way to kick off summer. Um, cancer season always coincides. So the first day of cancer is the first day of summer solstice. Who knew? Uh, so it's it's kind of a, a, a fun, mindset mark in the astrological journey so that's really fun but i think the main thing is just stay connected with me online and we'll sync up whenever or however we're supposed to
0: so i'll definitely be checking that out um for those of you listening be sure to check out all of her offerings um, follow her on instagram uh at danielle mercurio um her she's also on twitter um and facebook and her website has lots of offerings as well. And then the Daniel Macario Show. Listen to that podcast. You're already listening to this one. So you might as well go ahead and search her. Start listening to that one. Um, and yeah, you know, I thank you so much for being here and exchanging energy and exchanging all this knowledge with us. Thank you so, 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 so much. Uh, for those of you who are listening, make sure you follow me at ILM underscore healing. Follow the podcast, the I'm Healing Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. Same thing for the podcast. And that is all for today. Happy healing. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. the I'm Healing Podcast. I'm your host and healer Iris L. Mendez of ILM Healing Solutions. Here we review all healing, stories, self-inquiry, and solutions for the soul. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Happy Healing!